are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, and this is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again, and welcome if it's your first time. We are exploring the highways and byways of jazz, the cobwebby corners, we say, and today we are traveling to France to uh, visit our particular cobwebby corner. This was a traditional jazz band, Dixieland, New Orleans style, whatever uh, you choose to call it these days. And uh, it grew out of the ashes of World War II. All of these performers that we're going to hear today were relatively young people at the time of the war, and they lived through the German occupation and uh, began playing in Paris, in occupied Paris, in fact. And uh, after the uh, victory, they ended up uh, uniting as a band uh, that started making records in about 1947-1948 or so. And the band we are going to talk about today was led by clarinetist Claude Luther, who was a great disciple of Sidney Bechet. And uh, later on, he led a band that uh, was Bechet's backing band for a number of years, too. But this was before that. Uh, the two tunes we just heard were Panama Rag and Sweet Lovin' Man, uh, both New Orleans standards. Sweet Lovin' Man was uh, by Walter Melrose and Lil Hardin Armstrong. They were uh, or that was a tune recorded by uh, King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band in 1923. And this particular group we're listening to today has the same uh, or instrumentation as the Oliver Band did. As I said, we started out with Panama Rag, a New Orleans March by Will Tyers, and uh, we're told that that was a tune that the Oliver Band played, although they did not record it. In this band at this time, we have... Uh, Pierre Merlin and Claude Rabinet on cornets. I believe it was Pierre Merlin who were, was the soloist on uh, these sides when there was indeed a cornet solo. Uh, Mauli Jospin on trombone, Claude Luther on clarinet, Christian Azie on piano, Claude Philippe on banjo, Michel Pacou on drums, and uh, I think uh, by this time we had Roland Bianchini on bass as well. So an interesting little group, uh, really devoted to the New Orleans style. They were playing at a club in Paris called the Lorientes Club. And uh, this was a a place that catered to early styles of jazz, and this was very popular at the time. The session that we just heard producing those two tunes came from uh, the uh, 6th of July in 1948, and those records were released on the Blue Star label, a French jazz label that we've dipped into in the past as well. But we're going to go uh, to the first session that this band did, or the first release session at any rate, and uh, this is uh, by a similar group, same instrumentation, uh, Claude Luther and his Laurentes, or Laurentes Jazz Band in some cases. Uh, this was uh, produced for Maurice Records, I believe, and it was recorded on March 3rd and 4th of 1947, all these done in Paris, and uh, largely the same band, except we have Christian Viennot on trombone. Uh, Moly Joseph, who had played, or Jospin, rather, who had played trombone on that other uh, session we just talked about, switches over to piano. And uh, Guy Difato on bass, otherwise the same group. And we're going to hear Willie the Weeper, a uh, great 1920s tune that we know, of course, from the uh, Louis Armstrong version, a uh, very hot version of that tune. This was also by Walter Melrose and Rube Bloom, a uh, prolific composer of the time. Then we're going to go, uh, following that, to uh, the Canal Street Blues, which is from a slightly uh, later date. It comes from, let's see, the session of March 8th, 1948, recorded for Pacific Records, the Canal Street Blues, another King Oliver tune. 
After that, we're going to hear a uh, Frank Melrose tune. Frank Melrose was a pianist in Chicago, a white pianist uh, in the 1920s, and he composed the South African Blues. That was from that Blue Star session of July 6th of 1948. And then we're going to uh, slow things down, get things a little more bluesy with a traditional blues uh, credited to Richard M. Jones called Trouble in Mind. This was from another Pacific recording date from the 25th of May, 1948. I should mention that one and Canal Street Blues were uh, by basically the same band as the Blue, uh, Blue Star recordings, although no bass player on those. Then we're going to finish up with a uh, Jelly Roll Morton tune that was dedicated to uh, a vaudeville contortionist, and it is called the Froggy Moore Rag. Lots of different ways of spelling that, but an interesting uh, tune. This was a test record done for Swing, the other great French jazz label from the just post-war era. This is from the 3rd of February, 1948, and uh, this is from largely the same band uh, or a combination of the bands that we've already heard. Pierre Merlin on trumpet, or cornet rather, and Claude Rabinat on second cornet. Molly Jospin is back on trombone, Claude Luder on clarinet, Christian Azi on piano, Claude Philippe on banjo, and Michel Pacou on drums. Very often they did not use bass players in this band. So that's our set coming up. The uh, Claude Luther and his Lorientes Jazz Band from 1947 and 1948, recording for a variety of labels in Paris. We're going to hear Willie the Weeper, Canal Street Blues, the South African Blues, Trouble in Mind, and the Frogamore Rag. <laughs>
That's some energetic, youthful jazz. All of these players were in their 20s, early 20s, in fact. Um, I think Luther might have been the oldest. I think he was in his mid-20s at that point, and very uh, earnest uh, appreciation of early New Orleans jazz and a very dedicated attempt to recreate the sounds of King Oliver's uh, jazz band as well as uh, some of the other Chicago bands, including Jelly Roll Morton. So, interesting music. So we started out with Willie the Weeper. Uh, that had um, uh, a good uh, reference to the uh, Louis Armstrong recording. Uh, we heard an especially good trombone solo by Christian Vienno, who was not uh, a long-term member of this uh, band. That was recorded for Maurice Records in March of 1947. Then we jumped over to the Canal Street Blues from uh, the Pacific recording session on March 8th of 1948, and uh, heard a particularly good clarinet solo by the leader in that case, Claude Luther, who, as I said, was a devotee of Sidney Bechet a little bit later. He was more on the uh, line of Johnny Dodds at this point, and uh, he was uh, very uh, adept at getting that sound and that type of driving beat that Dodds did. And a little bit later, he changed his vibrato and uh, started playing more like Bechet, and then later on in life, he really came into his own and did some very original playing as well. Then we heard that slow blues, the South African blues, which had a nice cornet solo, I presume, by uh, uh, Pierre Merlin. Uh, he was a founding member of the band. He left uh, not too long after Bechet uh, took over the band. He apparently didn't get along with Bechet and didn't like the regimentation of uh, the older player, and he went on to play with some other groups and lived into the 2000s, I believe. So that was the South African blues by Frank Melrose. Then we heard Trouble in Mind, another blues, quite a few blues here. Uh, that was Richard M. Jones' slow tune that was uh, recorded by Chippy Hill and uh, a number of other blues singers and became a jazz standard as well. And then we finished up with the Jelly Roll Morton multi-strain composition of the Froggy Moore Rag, which uh, ended up with a trio that uh, was identical or almost identical to his tune, Sweetheart of Mine, and an attempt to crack the pop, uh, pop charts, which Morton never really did during his lifetime. So we're going to go on now and play uh, the next set largely, but not exclusively, devoted to original compositions by Claude Luder and uh, one of his musicians. Um, the first one is called Babouche, which was done for the Selmer Company in December of 1948. And uh, uh, basically the same band with one difference, Pierre Merlin and Claude Remenet on cornets and trumpets, Molly Jospin on trombone, Claude Luter on clarinet, Christian Azie on piano, Claude Philippe on guitar and banjo, Roland Bianchini on bass, and Francois Moustache Gallipides, I think you pronounce his name, on drums. And this tune, Babouche, was composed by Luther and the piano player Christian Azie. Then we're going to go back a little bit to another tune that was an original called Pimlico. And uh, this was one that was credited uh, solely to Claude Luther. This was. Uh, uh, from Swing, the uh, uh, jazz out, uh, the uh, jazz record label in Paris. Uh, this was done in June of 1947 with the earlier band and. Uh uh, the first uh, major label, I guess you'd have to say, released by the Luther Band. Then we're going to go to another Luther composition called Orange Jam, which is a good feature for his uh, horn. It comes from the same session as Froggy Morag in February of 1948, again for the Swing label. Then we're going to do something a little bit different. We have a trio version of a tune called Ris à la Creole, which was another Claude Luther composition. This was for Selmer, again in December of 1948, but just a quartet. Claude Luther on clarinet, uh, Christian Azie on piano, Roland Bianchini on bass, and Francois Moustache Galipides on drums. Did I say trio? I meant to say quartet. Anyway, that will be a good uh, feature for him. 
Then going along with the clarinet feature, we're going to uh, play the first tune that we have that was really associated closely with Sidney Bechet, who was to become such a mentor and such a force in the uh, musical and personal life of Claude Luther. We're going to hear the Wildcat Blues, composed by Fats Waller, very early composition from about 19... Uh, 22. And this was Bechet's first recording. He did it with Clarence Williams' Blue Five in 1923, and it became quite a hit. It was uh, Williams' first um, uh, band or recording by the uh, Blue Five, he called it, and it was the first instrumental jazz recording that he did, and it was very popular in Harlem at the time. And this particular recording comes from uh, February of 1948, it was released on Harmo. So those are our tunes for this set, the Claude Luther originals, Babouche, Pimlico, Orange Jam, and Ris a la Creole, and then the Fats Waller tune, credited here to Sidney Bechet, but it was indeed by Fats Waller, the Wildcat Blues, all featuring Claude Luther and his Luriente Jazz Band. <laughs> Thank you. 
That is some significant energy and uh, real enthusiasm from a young group of musicians, really at the beginnings of the traditional jazz period. Trad jazz, as it was known in England uh, from the 1950s, uh, had begun in England with uh, George Webb and Humphrey Littleton, and at the same time we have people like uh, Claude Luther and a few other musicians in France doing the same sort of thing. And we've done some podcasts of uh, the Graham Bell uh, Band from Australia, and they were hitting on largely the same ideas, although in a different style. So we started out with Babouche, which was a Claude Luther and Christian Azi composition, uh, multi-strain in the style of those New Orleans jazz bands, uh, had a nice piano solo with some banjo breaks in there too. Then to Pimlico, which was another uh, multi-strain type of tune, uh, Claude uh, uh, Luther's uh, piece in that case, and that came from uh, uh, June of 1947 for the Swing label. Following that, we heard Orange Jam, which had a kind of a New Orleans uh, dance band flavor. It was a I, just the, the the primary strain was was kind of uh, like a pop song from the early part of the 20th century that New Orleans bands tended to gravitate to, and uh, uh, Luther really created something very similar to that in Orange Jam. Then we went to that quartet version of Risa la Creole, which featured Claude Luther extensively and also Christian Azi on piano. That was done in December of 1948 for the Selmer label. Uh, just clarinet and rhythm. Roland Bianchini on bass in France. Trois Moustache Galapied is on drums and woodblocks, too. Then we had... The Wildcat Blues, as I mentioned, Sidney Boucher's first uh, recording, very popular in 1923, uh, uh, composed by Thomas Fats Waller, and uh, we heard the Claude Luther et Laurentiès Laurentiès uh, Orchestra, jazz band, I should say, Pierre Merlin and Claude Rabinet on cornets, Molly Jospin on trombone, Claude Luther on clarinet, Christian Azi on piano, Claude Philippe on banjo, and Michel Pacou on drums. And Wildcat Blues came from the Harmo label in February of 1948. We had a couple of extra minutes, so I said, let's put on another one. And we put on the classic uh, New Orleans march called High Society. Wellman Bro, the bass player from New Orleans, said it wasn't a dance in New Orleans until they played this tune. Even though it was a march, it was used for dancing as well. And that came from their first session in March of 1947. They recorded that several other times, but that's the version I like the best. And that was recorded for Maurice Records. So we have time for two more. Hope you've enjoyed this program. This is uh, not uh, frequently heard jazz. This was a from a three-CD set on the Memories label um, that came out in the early 2000s and included some excellent liner notes and some interviews with some of the surviving musicians, including uh, Pierre Merlin, who uh, was apparently uh, in, in very good uh, reminiscing shape. He told a lot of stories in these notes. It's very, very well done. So you've been listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus. And we're going to leave you with two tunes uh, done by uh, Claude Luther. First, the Graveyard Dream Blues, an Ida Cox blues performance. This, of course, is uh, a, uh, an instrumental done for the swing label. It was actually the flip side of, um, or one of the same tunes, I should say, from the uh, set that produced Pimlico as well, from June of 1947. Then we're going to end up with, from that first session again in March of 1947, a driving version of the Jelly Roll Morton tune, The Black Bottom Stomp. So I hope you enjoyed this, and enjoy Claude Luther, the Graveyard Dream Blues and Black Bottom Stomp. (laughs) 